0: Welcome into the Fairweather Podcast where we discuss all things San Diego Loyal Soccer Club. The Fairweather Podcast is brought to you by The Beautiful Game Network and sponsored by Roughneck Scarves.
1: Hey. Hey.
2: Per- Yo, what up? Per- Man, <laughs> I need like echo or some some crap.
0: Echo, 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 echo. Is that better? We get yo, 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 yo. yo, yo. yo, yo, yo.
1: <laughs> the gang people, is back together.
0: Right? People on the podcast version don't know that we're faking the echo. So, like, they'll believe us that there's echo. But right. people right. are watching live.
2: Listen to us in a tunnel. Tunnel, 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 tunnel. Oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> ay, ay. ay. Mm. How's everyone doing today?
1: Doing well. Well-rested.
0: Nice. Yeah. Got my
2: pre-show nap in. I'm feeling classic, good. classic. Let's record three
0: episodes tonight.
2: Wow.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: I don't know if I can make it three episodes. I was like, Chris before we started recording. Uh I got home and we have a little like vegetable garden out in front. And it's been like a little bit crazy because we've both been busy. And uh so my wife's out there like cleaning up the vegetable garden, like making like cutting some stuff up, and she's like, Hey, can you just weed whack on the other side of the fence? And I was like, sure. So I'm out there weed whacking, and everything's fine. And then I go inside, and it's just like my allergies are just destroying me right now. Like I sneezed like probably like five minutes straight. Like my one of Jasper, one of our little dogs, hates when we sneeze, and so he's like sprinting to the other room. Like we won't see him for hours because he's just like probably hiding under the bed. Uh, but yeah, so if you if you see me mute a whole bunch and like you see my head disappear, uh, it's because my head is ready to explode with allergies. But, other than that, everything's you're all had, right.
1: You're kind of like Lupe. Lupe had to go on allergy medicine because uh, she stepped in some ragweed or some type of weird mm. vegetation out here. And she's been licking her paw. So Ooh, down to the of,
2: skin. Some of, that, so, some of that Tennessee ragweed.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's uh, for
1: sure. But yeah. She's
0: allergies, are, allergies are real. They'll mess you up.
1: She's in the so, cone zone right now.
0: Oh, Ooh. I luckily I don't have to do that. My wife has not put the cone on me yet, so I am Man, I cone see you free for now. I want to see you
2: with like a cone.
0: <laughs> that's a high <laughs> collar,
2: dude. That's that's some high fashion right there, right?
0: Right. I'm gonna wear that to the Met. That's my yeah. Met Gala outfit. It's yeah. Just, just what bad.
2: else could you do with the high cone? I guess you could uh
0: have a, a cone full of popcorn, right? So your snacks are like... Dude, economic. I was
1: thinking snacks right?
0: too. Right? I would, yeah, I would like guys, this is my reimagining of a Shakespearean collar. That's, I, that's I'm being absolutely yeah, popcorn. You know, uh, your popcorn Please. up in here, you got your beer somewhere. Like,
2: you know.
1: <laughs> speaking of snacks, uh, I'm really proud of the snack I have right now in front of me. Let's hear it. I got it at the farmer's market.
2: Oh, it's, a, it's
1: a cheese dip, so it's cream cheese with cheddar cheese. But in this, he mixed peach schnapps and peaches, so it's like a cheesy peachy alcoholic type spread
2: so it's like a pacheesy right. a pacheesy dip a pacheesy dip it's very it
1: peachy cheesy peachy so you're like
2: not in georgia but you're eating peaches and you did yeah yep i got you okay Yeah. interesting
0: cuz you get too close to like hard cheesy and then it's like wait are you eating something or playing a game or uh, doing both. You could. You can be eating Parcheesi while playing Parcheesi. <laughs> oh lordy. <laughs> Getting the
2: boot. Getting the boot
0: while putting my boots in the boot. You're out. Yes. Right?
2: Yes, I have seen I had I have finished season one.
0: Nice. Nice. I am on nice. episode
2: one at this point of season two. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah.
1: I did um a podcast about season well, I don't know if you've listened to it yet, but about the first two episodes of season two and then we did like three more episodes of for the second episode so once you're done and caught up maybe you can listen to it but
0: yeah crossing streams with craig elston right yep with loyal supporter craig elston yes yeah Yeah. (laughs) so if you're listening
1: and you don't know what we're talking about it's another podcast and we talk about ted lasso so
0: and then um, you yeah. Woe So fans, uh Meg Linehan just recently did a episode where they kind of talked about the second season, but they talk all the way through season seven. So if you if you're like Chris and you're like a little bit behind everybody, wait, don't listen to that. Episode, episode seven. Episode, episode seven. Episode seven. Yeah, I was That's like seven, episode seven. Sorry. What? So if you're you're still, yeah, you didn't know they released seasons two through seven while you were while we were waiting. They're like, while I was taking naps before shows.
2: Oh my god, I was like, are you kidding me? This is worse than the iPhone 13.
0: I just got the 12 Pro Max oh yeah I, mean, I have to decide which one we're talking about or because i I have 11 it's time for me to upgrade uh I so we're talking yes about... so yeah. that's right you went from like the calculator with like that little strip <laughs> for like the 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 solar panel strip to make sure it's always on you went from that to like a legitimate phone no that's no right. joke I have a student who busts that out like a sixth grader who busts that out like unironically that's her calculator it felt like the onion movie
2: and you know what I'm talking about in the onion movie don't you the computer that came out every year, the guy ran to the store to get the newest model every time he got home because the radio said <laughs> the newest model was out. So he went back, and he basically like killed the person who was making the computers, and he got back home, and the radio said the new model was out.
0: <laughs> the Onion crazy. movie? I don't know. I don't yeah, I have you to need to watch one. the
2: Onion movie, man. All right. it's, an, it's an old movie, but... All right. Yeah. I'll check it out. Old,
1: like, Reefer Madness old, or like...
2: It's like at least like ten years old at this point, but okay. it's based on like the Onion, like the, you know, the Onion newspaper.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. the satire Onion news. Yes. Which sometimes is like a little bit too real for me. I'm like, ah, this is this is too on the head. Like I can't. Hey, it's nothing fun, is realer hilarious. than a,
2: nothing is realer than a man running back
0: into a burning house for a, a sleeve of Oreos. Just saying. Hmm. I mean, I might contemplate that. But not if they're the thin ones. My wife likes to get the thin <laughs> ones, and they're I mean, really thin. Really, it's like mm. are they really as good? <laughs> I like the double stuff, yeah. so it's like she's. We're on opposite ends. We're. I yeah. like the no. colossal ones, like those. So much frosting that you're like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> I'm, waiting, <laughs> I'm waiting for the only frosting to come out. Like, it's just no cookies, just the frosting. Like, little, that's what I'm waiting for. It's just the only frosting. Hey, you can buy bags
2: of marshmallows only for Lucky Charms. I mean, you know, anything's possible. Right? It's the
0: there's something like satisfying with eating nothing but the marshmallows first and then finishing with the marshmallows like i feel like that sense of accomplishment makes those marshmallows taste Mm. even better it's got that squeaky sound though every time you eat it on your teeth it's like
2: (laughs) you know you know that Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah but that's like the sound of my childhood like my parents didn't let me eat sugary cereals unless it was a special event so like lucky charm that 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 feeling it's it's the sound like of a special very special small violin, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's like a very special event. So like it like warms my heart for my teeth to squeak together. I'm oh. freeze freeze dried marshmallows.
2: <laughs>
0: it's, it's this all the
2: same well, I have a really important
1: it? question. Like Uh-oh. all marshmallows yeah. or all crunch berries.
2: Ooh.
0: I mean, I was never a huge. I was not in the the Crunchberry camp. I was in the. Yeah. I was in the peanut butter Captain Crunch. Like that's where I roll. That peanut I was butter in Captain the Crunch. Cookie Crisp. I love oh, right. small cookies
2: in my bowl. Cookie Crisp. Yeah, it was all about the the jail the jail
0: cereal. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> cereal. Yeah, uh, yeah, great. Brew
0: like he's brew is like what food we're talking about we're talking about cookies i'm up for i'm up for this brew, miniature cookies. cookies and milk like i
2: never actually dipped actual cookies in
0: milk so yeah how weird is that it's like we're gonna come up with a cereal all right what is it uh basically cookies. chips ahoy but like smaller <laughs> <laughs> all right and then Reese's was like we got you better we'll do just reese's cereal like yeah yeah you i mean, know I, yeah I...
2: Oh, now, man. now now i'm on some crazy cereal now though i don't know like Y'all need to check out the brand Off Limits. That cereal is crazy. Like, I got I got one, it's called um, what is it called? It's called Dash. And it's like literally like uh, the cereal is 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 chocolate flavored, but it's like encrusted in like intelligentsia coffee. So basically yeah. like while your milk is turning chocolatey, it's also turning into cold brew. And it's like the cereal is super caffeinated and the milk is like basically like a cold brew milk. So you're like literally getting your chocolate and your coffee at the same time. It's so good. And they got three other flavors, but Off Limits is like bomb cereal for adults even. Well, they got sounds, toys and stuff like which is like spray paint. And, sounds overwhelming. You know, it's great. Like do two bucks for $20. I'm about it. All right. All right. Yeah.
0: All right uh so you, should we should we talk some soccer now oh, yeah have you
2: seen any cereal with soccer balls in it because i'm still waiting for that
0: um i mean you can basically turn kicks into like little soccer balls if you want to or yeah i guess
2: you could huh that be
0: that that's what they need to do still because i mean i was all about the milo generation
2: drinking those huh. things imagine <laughs> i was kicking soccer balls
0: all right all right okay, just yeah saying. kid tested parent approved now not mother approved parent approved huh. that kicks they're being more inclusive. I'm like, uh, nobody in the comments, man. Are we live right now? Yeah, um, we are. I okay. mean, I'm borderline yeah. live, so. Okay. I, I'm not mad about it. Um, Let's, uh, Elijah Martin, finally getting some yeah. love for all the work he's put in. His name, Team of the Week. Says he has a two a good two-way performance as San Diego earned a shutout on the road and Oakland recording two key passes. Which i believe are just passes that lead to shots i believe that's what that stat is a key pass is a pass that leads to a shot mm. and winning nine of 12 duels making six recoveries and three interceptions um yeah so that's uh, some pretty good stats there um
1: we t- we talked about that last time or a couple episodes ago like what do they use to factor in okay this person's on the team of the week like Like, let's just pick these random things. Like,
2: I don't know. Yeah. Can we shit on that for a minute? Sorry. Not that he
1: shouldn't deserve it, but it's just interesting how, like, they choose, you know, which one gets part of the team of the week.
2: I think they get themselves into trouble when they do that, too, because it's easy if everyone scores a goal, right? You can all say, hey, everyone scored a goal. And then all of a sudden, the next week, you know, everyone scored two goals and it becomes this quantifiable thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, wait, not everyone scored a goal this week, but this guy apparently had like 27 clearances. And then if you like watch the game, you're like, he kicked them all out of bounds and conceded so many turns, so much possession that is it really about kicking balls out of bounds and conceding like possession? Cause like, that's really not a stat you want to track. So I just think that they do that numbers thing, but I think that sometimes those numbers are just cheesy as hell because they just don't they don't match all the time.
0: What's what, What's funny is what's funny about this is there are two people on this team of the week that did not score a goal, and See? that was that was Elijah Martin is one of them, <laughs> and Connor Sparrow from Miami FC, who's the goalkeeper of the week, uh, did not score a goal. Well, uh, yeah, but Hugh, Hugh Roberts. <laughs> Uh, recorded a goal and assist. Fabian Garcia scored the de- decisive goal. Uh, Jan Ekra from Tampa Bay Rowdies recorded two goals and two assists. Coronado uh, Forbes, Pittsburgh overhands, standout two-way performance with two goals and two key passes. Sylvain Sil- Mar... Oh, Jesus, I am butchering this guy's name. Uh, he's from Charlotte Independence. That's uh, probably... they just Sylvain Uh scored both goals. And the victory against Hartford Athletic. Aiden Quinn recorded a goal and assist. Irvin Para, former loyal Irvin Mm Para, pair of victories over the weekend, including a Hartford Athletic scoring twice and recording assists. Sebastian Guzati, Guzati, sorry, uh, recorded two goals and two assists. And Cristiano Francois from Miami scored both goals uh, against 901. So literally everyone on the team of the week, but M and Connor Sparrow scored goals. To your point, right?
2: Yeah, and exactly, and then you know, and there's so many other people who scored goals too. So then, you know, you're like, okay, well, how did you pick that? Is it based mm-hmm. on the fact that the game was more interesting? Like, I don't know. I right, just right.
1: interesting a nil nil. No, That's
2: what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, <laughs> but here, but here's the thing, right? Well, like, no, where no one should ever really try to give uh, Mr. Murray smoke on Twitter because I watched it happen this last week a El Paso supporter tried to challenge uh, something that he had written. And like, it got down to like the fact that um, what was it? The, the goalkeeper whom he was questioning in in terms of their own goalkeeper had been injured and out to like national duty. So he wasn't present as many times, but Murray sure did go in on him. He was like, Hey bro, you maybe, maybe you want to watch some more soccer. I was like, damn.
0: Now, to, so championship player of the week is selected by the USL national media panel which is made up of representatives from each media market in the championship so it's like they're voted on so it's like alright and I think like the the player of the week is the one that just gets the biggest vote total I think is how they determine that mm-hmm. so it's not like Nicholas Murray is sitting there in the USL office going I'm going to put together a team of the week now <laughs> the power rankings are a different conversation hell yes and I are. think. And I think, I I honestly think the power rankings are the biggest, longest running troll that the USL Championship puts on. Because they move people around, they put teams that shouldn't be above other teams. And I think they just love to stir the pot because they know there's a bunch of Twitter people that are going to lose their minds because their team's like 16th instead of 14th. But it's like, it gets clicks, it gets people talking, it gets people debating, so... Troll Oakland, on Oakland roots Murray. gets a
2: win on Phoenix and jumps all the way up to the second spot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Troll away. Nicholas Murray. I used to, we used to call them like the poor rankings um, for orange <laughs> County. And I used to write like a weekly article about how they were terrible. And then I realized that it's like, it's not terrible on accident. It's terrible on purpose to like drum up all of this fervor from the fans. And I, and now I just like sit back and I love it. I'm like, Give me it's, the power rankings every week. Yeah. Give me some pissed off fan in the mountain division who thinks that they're better than everyone else. And yeah. let's let's have them rant because it, it thing is, is like we most people aren't watching every game in the USL. Right. So it brings up a lot of these debates about who is really better, who isn't better. Like you actually get to communicate with fans that you don't see. Like I absolutely love it as long as it's like not personal, but Nicholas Murray at nicholas murray whatever your twitter handle is i think it's at nicholas murray i think it's at nicholas murray yes yes. troll away and keep up the work because it is driving people crazy and i absolutely love it it's based on college football (laughs) i mean yeah go for it so i mean not to talk down about uh team of the week i think you know in in a nil nil draw this is my favorite thing was like hey we get a free car wash and then was like wait you get a car wash for a draw is that is that a giveaway? Is that a real thing? I was like, no, no, no if it's a clean sheet. It's like, but it's nil no, nil. No. It's like it's still a clean sheet. And I right? mean, still- Yeah. I mean, maybe
2: like I don't know, I could maybe we can do some like laundry or something, right? You know, some some free right. laundry or something for a clean sheet. Right. Oh. You, just get, you just get a roll of quarters. Like that promo right, is just, you know, you know, I guess they couldn't get people out of their house, but I'd be so down for some laundromatic quarters.
0: Yeah. In the Enter this code and we will send we will send you two dollars and fifty cents in quarters. Yeah, Any or just mail. wait
2: till it gets cold as hell in your city and do a promo on some more mass blankets. Right? Sorry. Does it
0: ever really get cold in San Diego though? That's no,
2: don't like, <laughs> work there.
0: It gets like crisp. Yeah. It gets like chilly, but I don't think like okay. There's there's like once or twice a year that it gets real cold. Like I've had to scrape ice off my windshield in San Oof. Diego. But like by scraping off ice, I mean, there's like a thin layer of ice on my windshield because it got cold enough, but never like in Colorado where I'm like having to go to town, like basically scraping an ice rink off my windshield. So the car wash is a is a real as a real reach for a clean (laughs) sheet. That's just all I'm saying. I think it's a real reach. Well, you can bring you can bring your sheet to the car wash and then you can like sneak it out the window real quick. No. Then, I like the impromptu here. I, li- I like or, the thoughts here. Or you can you can bring it with you, put it in your back seat, and then when you pull up to the vacuum, you can like vacuum off the sheet, and then mm. now you have a clean sheet. So how I mean, about not- just
1: stuff your car full of laundry and then just leave your windows open during fold the fold your laundry
2: while you're getting <laughs> your car washed? I kind of <laughs> like that idea.
1: Fold your laundry. Yeah, because you don't you have you're to put there. your foot off the gas.
2: I mean, what else right. are you doing when you're going through a car wash? Most of the time, I'm, like, eating lunch or, like, I get an ice cream and I'm, like, oh, I'm going to eat this ice cream like while I'm, like, going through this car wash because I know exactly how long it takes. You got to do some great You're not training.
1: Instagramming? You're not Instagramming while sometimes,
2: you're doing the car wash? Sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> I might dance Help around. And it's like When they turn on the colors, when they turn on the light and the colors come on and the different stuff that hits your car, the bubbles and stuff, and it's, you, like... Yeah.
0: You disco you tech your car wash. Mm,
2: mm, yeah, I'm like getting down. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you know. Put on I'll some chic.
0: Put on some chic there. Maybe some yeah. Donna Summer. Bust yeah. out some disco hits. I'm like, There's hey, can deal. I
2: go back through? Like you guys missed a spot. And I got that unlimited car wash anyway. So I do try to go through a couple times like a day, just, just because I can.
0: Oh, that sounds Oh, well, I mean
2: fair enough. Well, uh, you try to waste some time. I mean, go get your favorite hot coffee and then drive through the car
0: wash. Hmm. all right i'll think of it because I, I, I haven't got i haven't got my i haven't got my code yet so i have a little bit of time to like prep what i want to do three minute podcasts I, call me I the do, next time i do like i do like the disco i might mm. pull up some like bad girls donna summer and like roll through there you know maybe bring some like lights in there i like, can like disco it up yeah uh three I, th- th-
2: three minute podcast i think that's a
0: yeah, good idea yeah mini pod Minipod. Yeah. As I'm live in the car. Oh, I'm done with the car wash. Oh, oh Tide Pods. What? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, high, the high type Pod. <laughs> some other news that have been floating around, which has shocked the San Diego loyal community. Uh, news out of The Athletic, apparently, uh, that Landon Donovan has, quote, interviewed for the coaching position for Real Monarchs in Utah. Um. Mm, when I first no, it's for real Salt Lake. Real Salt Lake, sorry. You're when I first for saw them, I thought deals. that too. Um yeah, kind of interesting light on details. Um it seems more like I don't want to say clickbaity because you know the athletic usually isn't about that clickbaity stuff. They're usually right on, and they're usually pretty accurate. Um but I, I did reach out to the club for comment. Um, and they they did not immediately reply. I think that's what I'm supposed to say. Um, I, I doubt that there'll be a comment about this. Um, to me, this seems like there was a phone call that happened. They reached out to him cause he is a name and now a coach and maybe a conversation happened about that position. Um, and maybe the team's just trying to do their due diligence and maybe it's just like not a real interview, but more like a conversation. Um, Marissa, what do you what do you think about this rumor?
1: Um, Usually, I'm like I'm with Chris. You know the fact that like if and maybe you I don't know if you said this specifically, but when athletics says something, it's there's some validity to it. Um, Usually, something happens, but I think also it could have been just a call. Are you available? Are you available for head coaching opportunities, right? Like, or what do you think we should do or something? I don't know. Um, We all know that um, Nate does a lot of coaching also, like, on the tactical side. Not saying that Landon doesn't. So I'm not sure if this would even be a smart move for him if he was thinking about it seriously. But... What do you think, Alan?
0: Well, the the wording from The Athletic is yes. they recently interviewed Landon Donovan for its head coaching vacancy. Multiple sources tell The Athletic. Donovan is one of a large number of candidates the club has spoken to in the opening stages of its search, which began after former head coach Freddie Juarez left Salt Lake to become an assistant with the Seattle Sounders. Um, And they've spoken to several other head coaches or assistant coaches around the league. Um, Essentially, there's nothing more beyond he's been linked to RSL in the past um, because they tried to sign him as a designated player in 2017. um, And that kind of fell through. uh, But there's no other like for sure news that says that he's being linked at all. Um, In addition to Donovan, Christ, and Valentino, uh, other candidates uh, would make sense. Uh, Someone writes, including uh, a Pat Noonan from Philadelphia Union assistant and Las Vegas Lights head coach Steve Torundolo. So I think this is just more of like a, hey, we, we checked in. Sophie's available. Is this something we should worry about, Chris, that Landon Donovan is one foot out the door? Hmm. I mean...
2: Gosh, like, you have to, like, look at it like they're, they're really, like, definitely going off of his hist- historical, like, accomplishments, right? Because, I mean, I, I don't know that you would really look at the two seasons so far and be like, oh, man, this guy is, like, just killing it here in the USL Championship you know what I mean? To where they're like wanting to pull them up to like RSL, you know, where there are like some real quality players up there, especially like, you know, the Aaron Herrera's, the Rubio Rubines. Although, although now that we say the magic name, Rubio Rubin, you know, I mean, I'm sure he was probably in the locker room one day going, man, Landon Donovan, man, he is so good. And the people, you know, the, Front office was like, hmm, we heard the name again. Guess we should call him up, you know? So uh, I don't um, know. I, I When I saw it, I was like, oh, let me send this to Alan and Marissa. This is the dirt. <laughs> I, think, I think San Diego fans should be a little worried because you don't know who you're going to get. I mean, you would assume you're going to get Nate maybe, but he might take Nate too if that were the case. You know, he could very well pull his his people who work well with him. Um, so, man, I mean, you know, finish out your season. He's not leaving this year, right? Like, obviously. But I don't know that I think I'd be a little concerned. But only because I'd wonder who you would get. I mean, look who's in the USL championship. You know, you might look at other coaches that are not doing so well at their current spots. You know, that's not um, typically like your candidate base. It's not going to be. Rick Shantz, so no, you are not, you're not a, getting him.
0: A certain Hackworth is hasn't landed anywhere quite yet. Um, yeah, but there's... I mean, I, I personally don't think he's ready to move up yet. I, I think, um, and maybe that was part of the conversation is like, hey, I am you know still figuring this thing out. Like, I want to, and I, I don't think it happens before the end of the season. Even if it does, like in the the small chance that it does, they said that you know likelihood is this is going to drag out into November you know you're looking for kind of a i think uh real salt lake is just getting to the end of the season and then they can regroup and hire a new coach i think Um, that
2: they bring them on and then they reassign them to real monarchs Monarchs. and then monarchs Monarchs become this dope
0: team although nate miller would be not happy with that because i think one of his buddies is the head coach of monarchs right now and then they're going to move out of the usl anyway uh, so, I'm not sure that's a, a place <laughs> where he wants to end up. Um, I, yeah, I just think this is like if I was an MLS organization that was looking for a head coach, I would call up some names and be like, hey, are you interested? You've been coaching for a couple years, USL. You're decently successful. You put together a good program. You know, you're interested in moving up. Like, I would make that phone call. It would be stupid not to, right? If I was Real Monarch or Real Salt Lake, it would be dumb not to call Landon Donovan. It would be dumb not to call Steve Ferenderlo. Like, here are these guys that are coaching right now. They have big names. So hit them up. See what they think. So I I think that was all it really was. Um, If we hear something back, um, I will definitely tweet it out and and, or uh, bring it back on the next podcast. Uh, Any thoughts about, any further thoughts about, I mean, then Landon would have to go live in Utah. Who would want to do that? That seems like a... (laughs) Any other thoughts on that one?
1: No, I think uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's time to freak out. It's like, and then it's like, no, fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Yeah, so they played a game on Sunday. Sunday? Saturday. Ooh, Saturday. Saturday. We have a game on Sunday. They played a game on Saturday. Oakland Roots nil. San Diego Loyal nil. Uh, Clean sheet, like we talked about before um Chris are we or is should loyal be happy with one point or do you think they uh should have pulled out three here? Oakland looked,
2: looked good. man yeah. Oakland mm-hmm. looks really good in that match. Blanchet, the goalkeeper all credit to him as far as what he was doing back there because I mean there were definitely there were definitely some some surefire goals I thought. And he did a great job keeping them out. I think that um, – do I feel San Diego is good with the point? It's hard to really say that because, I mean, honestly, like, they went there. They should have had at least a couple goals. I think that they played probably a more dominant match than Oakland did. Um, I think that they have to settle for the point, but no one should be happy for the draw. I mean, they didn't really make their position any better in the chase for for postseason, I thought, especially with how Phoenix was doing at the same time. You know, you know Phoenix pulled out their match at the last second. It would have definitely helped for San Diego to also turn a, a result
0: too. Mm-hmm. Mersa, what did you what did you see from this match?
1: Um, I mean, I'm gonna go with what Chris said too, like um, well, uh, what I just saw was mostly this like, and I think uh Jordan and Darren mentioned it. It was like defense versus defense, and there was like very little things to get excited on offense and um I don't know if that's a bad thing on when we go away, like obviously we're getting down to the stretch, and like one point is not necessarily um, the best to get, you know, to keep the position up. I don't know if we'll catch Phoenix, Um, probably not at this point, but just to separate ourselves from the rest of the pack, I think it definitely is better to have gone away with three points. But when you look at what Oakland has been doing in the last, I think the last nine matches, they said like, they're unbeaten, like they're definitely changed. Like they started out one and eight and then they went on a run. So like, I think it's just good when you're away one to like come away with something, um, but also not be super disappointed. I, I don't think there's anything to be crazy disappointed in the game Um, from, you know, um, but besides chances, but I think, I don't think uh, Blanchett was going to, let that happen. I mean, the, the two, the one that was uh, like Toomey's header that he barely knocked away like towards, you know, in the first half, I was just like, okay, the the ball or the, the pendulum is swinging towards Oakland, in my opinion, like all the luck was going towards them in that sense, like because that was their a good chance that was, you know, came up, um, but they didn't get a goal there. So I think it's okay. I wouldn't say it's disappointing um but you know we're coming towards the end so we can't always get one point in all the matches in the next you know month and a half
0: yeah oakland had got points eight of their last nine matches uh including five wins and three draws uh their only lost coming against tampa bay on the road um mm-hmm. So Oakland is playing a lot better. They're kind of finding their form um, and doing and playing pretty well. Uh, I do think, you know, when you have a goalkeeper like Blanchett who kind of puts the team on his back and makes you beat him with some worldly goal, like that's a tough team to beat. Uh, And I, I thought neither team played poorly. Uh, but mm-hmm. i thought maybe in the first half loyal did a really good job of stifling oakland uh, i think clementa had that one <laughs> shot wide like and i think this happens every game we play oakland where it's you know they don't really put a lot of pressure on our backline goalkeepers and goalkeeper mm-hmm. but like there's that one or two shots that not maybe not on target don't show up as like big chances but it's like that one in it's like and then you're like okay Uh, And I think there was like one or two moments like that for Oakland. Uh, But really I think the the story is Oakland being able to um, keep loyal from doing what they wanted to do um, offensively. Um, I thought they kind of crowded the back. I thought they uh, loyal did a good job of putting shots on target. I I think they had 13 shots, five on target. I mean, that's not bad. Um, there was a couple moments where I thought they might've been able to score like balls bouncing around, but just gets cleared away. Um, you know, right at the very end, there was that pen shout, like everyone at the watch party was screening for a penalty and it ended up being a yellow card against Charlie Adams. Um, so what do we think about that call? Cause that could, I mean, that could have sealed the win for Loyal. Loyal has yet to get a penalty. Um, they're one of the few teams left in the USL without a penalty. Um, Chris, was that a pen or is that a, is that a no call or is that did the referee get it right with the yellow card? And uh, I think it's what it's called simulation.
2: I didn't watch it too many times, but I mean, I, I thought that the call was right just from the way I saw it, like not one of those like non-biased things. We were like, oh, it's our guy. Like he got he got called. I just thought that the, the moment like that. I wish that that moment hadn't happened because, I mean, they were trying to kind of do something and that just kind of changed a little bit of, of the scape for me, but, yeah, I saw it as a, as a card.
0: Mar- Marissa?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, those are those calls that, like, could go our way and then – or could go against us, and then, you know, if it was on the other side of the pitch, like, then we would have, um, you know, been really upset about them getting a potential penalty call and goal. Um, so – I mean, I don't, I don't want to rely on... I wouldn't want our guys to lo- rely on that potentially being the winner, right? Like in the final minute of the match. Um, Landon said uh, that he believes that Charlie is pretty honorable and honest when it comes to, you know, just being a person. And he said that he got fouled, so... I don't know. Um, and that was like post, post-match post when he talked to Dar- uh, Jordan and Darren. So I don't know uh, if it, if it really was warranted, but I mean, a yellow for simulation and not anything worse and come away with a one point on the road, I guess I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, I have a hard time. So I have a hard time with, it, with simulation when there is okay. contact. Like, I think if there's contact, you can say that there wasn't enough for a foul or a penalty without claiming that Charlie Adams embellished or sorry, not embellished, uh, simulated. Uh, cause I think that's a distinction, right? We could talk about people who die versus people who like people who die, there might be contact and they go down. Like you can be like, there's contact. There wasn't really enough contact to bring them down. So I'm not giving you the penalty, but I'm also not carding you for simulation. Um, I think maybe uh, Charlie Adams uh, f- um, feels some contact. And it's like, hey, we're in the stoppage time. feels some contact. Knowing kind of the penalty that Sacramento got was a little bit soft, is saying maybe I can get something here. Fills the contact and goes down. Uh, I thought the yellow car was maybe a little bit unfair. I would have been fine with the referee just giving a no call. Like there's some, there's a little contact, but not enough. Like you. You know, you made a little Mm -hmm. bit of a meal of it, but I I don't think Charlie Adams is trying to deceive the referee there and say that there's contact when there wasn't. Um, I think there is a little bit of contact, but I would have been fine with him kind of waving it off, but I thought the yellow card was maybe a little bit too too much. Um, I think, you know, in stoppage time and a nil-nil game, um, and with playoff implications i think he, it needs to be like a for sure dead penalty to give that penalty like i was mad um, at the at the watch party just because you you want your guy to get a penalty because it looks like a penalty in real time um but I, I think i think in that case i'm fine with him not giving a pen in retrospect um but again mm-hmm. i'm was a little bit annoyed th- that they red carded him or Ye- yellow
1: yeah him. do you think that some of that comes from the responsibility as the captain like the ref is like kind of like, you know better, like you're the captain, you know that this is, I mean, if he assumed that he simulated it, right, like knowing that it was extra time towards the end of the match, like, I don't know, I I I, I seem to think that I want to come up with all these like fascinating stories that it's like more, more, it's more like Ted Lasso, like all like story and like big drama, but like, I don't know, I just feel like Maybe that could factor in. Like,
2: well, you know, <clears throat> we ran the Sandman on Oakland and put ourselves to sleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. But good thing. I mean, the bottom line is we got one point away. And I think that's what we all like strive for, like if we're having any type of expectations on the outcome of a match is at least get a point. So
0: there, there are 31 teams in USL, correct? Just like guessing. there are flavors in Baskin Robbins. Perfect. Oh. Uh, so according to Fotmob.com, San Diego loyal is the only team to have not earned a penalty this season. Every other team has had at least one penalty. The most is Colorado Springs at eight. Uh, with charlotte independence also at eight um top five rounded out all six lou city Louisville, louisville city <laughs> uh san antonio and Loudoun united all have six penalties awarded mm-hmm. uh in 2021 this is according to fottmob uh and the everyone else orange County, uh, so swill park rangers which are not no longer swore park rangers orange county new mexico charleston el paso memphis and oakland roots all have one penalty awarded. So I think we're the only team left. So uh, let's uh, let's hope we get one penalty awarded before the end of the season because that would be crazy with guys like Augie Williams and Tumi Shobani bounding into the box now, or Corey Herzog bounding into the box to not get a penalty at least once this season. Uh, so a little bit of weird statistics going on. Uh, I might be incorrect, but the research I've been doing uh I've been watching YouTube videos. That's the research I've been doing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Has us not having a penalty. Um, Any last thoughts from this game, Chris? Well, I mean, Loyal's got to win. They
2: just got, they have to win their matches, you know? I mean, you know, who knows if while they were playing, someone was doing like a little, you know, check-in on Phoenix and maybe saw, oh, you know what? they're tied, or, you know, who knows at the time, maybe Phoenix was down even, but they just, they gotta, they have to pull pull away some results, because you know, the draws, getting a point on the road while, like I said, they were able to come out with the win, you know, that does create a little distance, you know, and so, you know, at this point, like, I mean, okay, Phoenix is playing Vegas tonight, I haven't really looked at the score on that match, you know, but, say Vegas so, yeah. gets a win, on them you'd hope that the next match that you know loyal is like okay we gotta get this win tonight
0: yeah we'll talk a little bit about the end about what's going on in, in the pacific division there's a couple key matchups tonight um yeah i think right now you're still okay you're still i think um oakland can get to 27 points or sorry 30 points um on 23 matches sacramento can get to 29 points so you're still five points clear of these teams for that last playoff spot if that's what we're you know keeping an eye on uh and you're still mm-hmm. within touching distance of orange county with you know a big tiebreaker coming up in um october 20th i believe uh tacoma is obviously three games behind uh so they can get to 39 um so essentially a win drawn loss though in those three matches gets you even on points uh so there's some there's some movement still, but one of their games in hand is tonight against Oakland uh, on the road. So, yeah, you, you want to start. You are starting looking to this playoffs and, and dropping any points is not great. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, getting point also getting points on the road uh, is kind of important right now um, to separate themselves from some of those teams like L.A., Oakland, uh, Tacoma and Sacramento. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a little bit disappointing. I think people wanted to win. I think people are chalking up Oakland as, I think this is a different type of Oakland than early in the season, and so mm-hmm. you can't you can't expect to get wins against Oakland like some of the teams could earlier in the year, which is I mean mm-hmm. this is a quirk of the schedule. Um, so I, I think if this game is played at home, I think they pull out a win. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what they need to do when Oakland comes into town. Uh, relatively soon um, actually no we go up there again uh, but when they come into town you got to get a draw on the road at least and then when they come into town get three points um against oakland i think that's kind of the goal uh we got a game on sunday san diego yeah. plays on sunday it's um, i think this is the um it's hispanic heritage month this month and i think it's just this started is, today yeah. yep and then uh, I also know that this is they're doing that. Uh, what is it? 1885, uh, 1886. Shanigan. 1886.
1: 86. There you go. There you oh. go. That's the year Arsenal started. Just so you know. Oh
0: man!
2: I guess that makes us all Arsenal fans. I mean,
1: there's a coincidence there. They're out. Of, they're out
0: of relegation zone. So, um, <laughs> well, our sport- season
1: started on September, so on September 11th. So.
0: Um, New season, right? Um, And I know they're doing uh, they're recognizing uh, Chula Vista, so I know there's going to be a lot of stuff going on uh, on that game. Uh, Tacoma at home, Uh, we've already lost the tiebreaker, uh, but Chris, how important is this game coming up on Sunday for San Diego?
2: I mean, Tacoma. I mean, we know that Tacoma is different on the road. You know, we could bank on that in terms of our analysis. But, I mean, obviously the team can't bank on that because Tacoma, you know, they could find their, their wherewithal, their win underneath their feet and, and turn a result and cause an upset, you know. I mean, if Phoenix was the only team to go into Tacoma and get a win, you know, which was obviously critical for the standings, um, I mean – you know, my thing is the same. I mean they gotta they gotta pull a win, but Tacoma isn't like some team that's gonna be a pushover, you know?
0: Uh Marissa, what do you think it's gonna take for uh San Diego to pi- finally get a win against Tacoma? Um
1: I think uh it's gonna take Well, the last time they played them at home, they didn't have Augie, did they? No. Okay. So
0: not not fully vested into the, or with in, into uh, the team
1: Mar- Martinez too. Correct. So I think Corey and Augie are going to be the key players um, in this. The differences. Um, Corey obviously going for his seventy uh, third goal uh, all time. So I think home crowd. Um, the fact that they haven't done well against Tacoma at all, in my opinion. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, just like, well, one, being back home, getting down to the, the stretch, um, I think is definitely going to be the difference. But also, um, you know, they haven't played with the synchronicity that the, that we saw prior to the Oakland match, I think. But even then, like there was more chances that I saw in the, you know, versus Oakland that I think uh, could uh, pose a threat again um, with uh, Tacoma and being at home with that vibe with the locals and different. uh, And now that the the Padres are essentially out of any type of postseason type thing, (laughs) or at least going far if they actually make it. Um, hopefully, people will start uh, paying attention to Loyal again. So,
0: yeah, I think. <laughs> Sorry, Padres. The, the big, the big thing for me with Tacoma has always been, I think Loyal has been a better team at times than Tacoma, um, but I think there's just been mistakes every single game. You can point to like two or three moments where mistakes happen. You let your guard down. Uh, you give up a silly goal. Uh, and against Tacoma, for some reason, I think it's just like a belief that Tacoma can beat you. Um, you know, the last home game, I thought, you know, San Diego outplayed Tacoma at times. Uh, you know, the lineup was maybe not um, like Elijah Martin is, goes out with an injury. Um, this is, you know, Haji and Charlie in midfield, Miguel, Toomey, Jack Blake and Hertzog up top. You know, our bench was essentially... CJ, Chase, uh, Guido, Ian, Sergio, and Sal. Like, we were not, you know, at our best as far as lineup was concerned. So now you have better attacking options, I think, which takes the pressure off that back line. Um, And back then, San Diego had to play perfect to win, and they didn't. Um, I think this was just kind of a bad run of form for San Diego, and I think that we're starting to put some things together, and I think this is where we finally break through and do some damage against Tacoma kind of right when you need it, right? If loyal can pull out a victory here, those three other losses don't seem as big of a deal because now we have a six point swing, uh, that puts more space between you and Tacoma to stay up in second and third. So even with those three losses against Tacoma, this one win, I think shifts things going into the playoffs pretty significantly. Um, Mm -hmm. All right, let's talk about some predictions. Chris, what do you think? Well, don't
2: call me Marissa, but I'm going to go with the 2-1. <laughs> Why Gamayo. did you take
1: it? Dang it. <laughs> uh, I was totally thinking about this before. I was like, I'm going to go 2-1. Before <laughs> I even heard any of this like talk, because, I was just like, I'm going to go
2: 2-1. Because, you know... Whenever someone says, "Hey, let's go with predictions. Let's go to the crowd," I'm like, "Don't call me, don't call me, don't call me." Sure enough, Chris, it's like, man, I got the last name that should be called last and get called first. So of course, I'm gonna throw out the two one. What are you thinking?
0: <laughs> well, as someone at that end of the alphabet, you got to mix it up, right? You got to, you know, you got to go backwards yeah. alphabetically, you, you know, because no one wants to go last all the time. That's right. So Uh, there you go. I actually
1: like to volunteer first, just so I don't have to worry about that. Don't call me. Don't call me.
0: Right. Uh, uh, Marissa, what do you think?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go two one with Corey Herzog scoring his seventy third. Still seventy third. Seventy third goal. Yeah. Uh, Um, and then we'll probably get another goal from either Elijah Martin or Augie Williams. Um, and it'll be two zero all the way up until like the 80th minute and then they'll score one and potentially come back. So that's my score. That's my prediction. And it's like a whole match prediction. So we'll see.
0: Wow. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say three, one, I'm going to put that out there. I'm going to put out some, wow. I thought you were going to um,
2: say one, two loyal
0: one too loyal yeah <laughs> home, home team first bro um no I, I think i i think um i think we avenge some of the mistakes we made last time i think we have uh guys who like to play at home uh i think it's gonna be a nice nice cool saturday night so we're not gonna have to deal with or sorry sunday afternoon um are we sunday afternoon again
1: Yeah, 5 p.m. Uh,
0: 5 p.m. though. So it'll be cooler. It won't be that 3 o'clock start time. Um, I think uh, that helps the team out a little bit. we got to finish off in the cool weather as opposed to the hot weather. Um, And, you know, the the supporters group bring it, and uh, San Diego finally puts Tacoma behind them uh, and pulls out a win against a team that, You know, Tacoma has two wins on the road. One of them is San Diego. I think they say, nope, not this time, friends. Uh, We're sending you packing with zero points. We put some space between San Diego and Tacoma in the playoffs. Um, Tacoma is playing tonight, so um, maybe they don't rotate as much. Maybe we don't see as fresh of a lineup from Tacoma. Um, Maybe they're a little bit tired, but that's what I am talking about i'm trying to be positive and putting that out and i'm gonna write it on my write on a whiteboard and every day between now and sunday just i'm gonna believe yep i'm gonna believe i'm gonna make that happen (laughs) um all right uh some stuff around the pacific division uh last week uh oakland beat vegas on the road one nil uh el paso dropped sacramento two nil uh, to put some more space, OC is starting to play a lot better with Thomas and a voltson back. Uh, they handily beat Las Vegas. Although, if go back and watch that game, a guy get uh, a guy gets fouled. Uh, Vegas guy gets fouled. Another Vegas guy argues and gets a second yellow and gets sent off on a foul uh, against Orange County. Um, so Orange County wins at home. Uh, Low Stos in Phoenix. Chris talked about this a little bit. Uh Phoenix down a man, gives up a late goal to uh so Los Dos is tying it up 3-3. Three, three, and then somehow, like Phoenix always does in stoppage time, finds a way to win oh, uh, man, a man. shocker. Yeah, four to three. Um, that was what happened last week. Uh some key matchups coming forward in the Pacific. Uh tonight, happening, I think right, right now. now. Oakland route. Yeah, Oakland roots and Tacoma. Uh, in Oakland, so that should be a good one to watch. Let's see if you know how well Oakland plays at home uh, versus how well Tacoma is going to bring it on the road. That's going to be huge for implications if Oakland can pull this out. Um, it puts some more sp- less space between uh, us and Tacoma, but Oakland is coming up pretty strong. So you almost want to draw on this one. Um, and then Phoenix plays Las Vegas uh, at 730. Um, I'm probably not going to watch that one because it was probably not going to be that entertaining. Uh, Phoenix fans might love it. Uh, Saturday, Oakland. They're not loving the uh, iron on that one. (laughs) Right. Uh, Saturday, Oakland visits LA. Phoenix and OC. This is going to be a good one, I think. Uh, Phoenix in Phoenix versus Orange County. Orange County, one of the best road teams in the USL against arguably one of the best or probably one of the best home teams. Them in El Paso, maybe Tampa Bay. Uh, Phoenix at home against OC. Uh, and then uh, the other big matchup is Sacramento against San Antonio. Any of those games? Frankie uh, was fun. None
1: Phoenix
0: OC. Phoenix OC. Marissa any of these games
1: yeah. uh... I'm watching the Pacific Division uh, Phoenix OC for sure. Uh, who's behind us and uh, hopefully. I mean Tony said it like they can't afford to lose any of the last nine. That's a big expectation. Losing. There might be a loss, but
0: Yeah, I mean we'll see. I, I, I think you can still get a couple draws, but I, I do think you need to get points from from the run in of uh the last nine. I think that's important if you can pick up points. I agree. I don't think necessarily you can point to all of them and say, Yeah, all of these are for sure three points. Uh, but you need to get some out of it. Um, but yeah, um, weekend matches. I think that Sacramento San Antonio match is pretty intriguing on Saturday because um, you got you know the cross mountain Western Division, uh, a really hot San Antonio who's figured some stuff out against a Sacramento team really trying to hold on and build into that fourth position. Mm-hmm. Uh, they drop points to Sacramento. That's good for San Diego. And then again, yeah, that Phoenix Orange County. If you want to see some like old school USL rivalry. These two teams just absolutely dislike each other Uh, fan bases. um, And these games are always pretty entertaining, Uh, although they seem to be more entertaining in Orange County than in Phoenix. uh, But that Saturday night match, Phoenix, Orange County is definitely one on my schedule. And then the only game on Sunday in the Pacific is uh, Loyal Tacoma. Final thoughts. I'll go to Marissa first since Chris is like, hey, I don't want to go first. And Marissa gonna <laughs> wants to volunteer. Marissa, any final thoughts? Yeah.
1: Um, no, I'll be it'll be interesting to see. Um, I, I'm gonna make a commitment, even though the two-hour difference, to watch all of the matches live, so I'm able to really interact, especially as we get down to the stretch. I'm gonna say it here. I'm really gonna try, try hard to get to a home playoff match if they have one. So um you might be seeing me in San Diego so we'll see.
0: Uh Chris any final thoughts from you? Just want
2: to say a a big thank you to everyone who uh pitched in to the the Black Diamonds Elevate T fundraiser. Um we we made our goal um and in fact we've exceeded it. I think last time I checked we might be at like about 170 shirts. Um, we're still obviously taking some, you know, some orders on that, you know, through through the rest of this week. Um, and we're actually, you know, uh, donating five dollars from every shirt order to a child cancer awareness fundraiser at this point to really help out and kind of pay that forward. We really appreciate the help. And, you know, and so that's what we're doing. So oh, thank you. Congratulations.
0: Yeah, it was so cool to see all of the soccer community engaging. Like, the places that your tweets showed up were pretty pretty fun to watch. Uh, 27 so
2: states yeah, yeah. involved in the fundraiser. 27 states. That's really incredible.
0: Get on at North and South Dakota. We need you. We need you. All, we need all, you, Nevada. Carson. All, all eight people who live in North Dakota, you better show out. Um, uh, my kind of final thoughts. Um U.S. Soccer just announced that they are awarding the fourth spot typically for the U.S. Open Cup uh, to an MLS team, uh, and they decided how they're going to do that. Um, the bad news with this is some people are worried that that final spot will not make it back into uh, the Open Cup, uh, which is uh, would be terrible for any lower league trying to vie for that spot and essentially makes the U.S. Open Cup kind of a waste of energy Mm -hmm. if that CCL bid goes away from the U.S. Open Cup. I would like to see it return. Um, There's no indication that it won't, but usually when things are removed, it's really hard to get them back, especially when uh, organizers are probably wanting a fourth MLS team Versus, you know, even like a Phoenix or a Tampa Bay, they would re- much rather have the fourth best MLS team than a USL team. Um, so uh, just keep an eye on that. Um, there may mean to be some stink made uh, to US soccer if that doesn't come back to US Open Cup. Um, and then, you know, just encourage folks to, when the US Open Cup comes back, like really engage with it and share with your friends because outside of March Madness, I don't think there's quite a tournament. There's not a tournament quite like the U S open cup in American sports. Um, Mm -hmm. that's kind of as magical and fun. David versus Goliath dude standing on tripod somewhere, filming a team that, you know, plays in the middle of nowhere against the MLS team and taking him the full 90. So, uh, I can't wait for the U S open cup to start again and please keep an eye on that CCL bid. Uh, we might need to make, uh, some noise. Um, all right, I think that's uh, I think it's a show. We did it, guys. Yeah. How can yeah. we connect with you, Alan? <laughs> uh, you can connect with me at a Underwood 48 on the Twitter machines. And surprisingly, I only sneezed twice this episode. Wow. Chris, where can we find <laughs> you on the uh, internet world? <laughs> you can find me at by Chris
2: Walker on Twitter and Instagram. Bam. Yes. Marissa, Marissa. where can we find you? On the you can find
1: webs. at Twitter hashtag Marissa spelled out on also on Instagram. And I must say um, you are really good at sneezing and like muting yourself because like you didn't, like we didn't hear it. So no, nope. real slick with that, Alan.
0: Thank Get you. Better. I'm not great with dog barks, but I'm pretty good at sneezes because I know when those are coming. <laughs> uh, please follow us on uh, at fair underscore pod on Twitter. Uh, subscribe on youtube so you know when we go live uh and thanks for those of you guys who stopped by drop some comments in the comments uh harry two balls chip uh, i was gonna see you at the watch harry, party as thanks well. man uh and harry congratulations on the the 2-1 victory tonight and um yeah we'll see you out there on sunday or we'll uh see you around on the internet This and every episode is brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. You can find other podcasts on BGN.fm. The Fairweather Podcast is also sponsored by Roughneck Scarves, the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com.